I was at the movies with some friends watching The Mummy when suddenly I felt a lack of air. I couldn't breathe. My heart beat as fast as it could. My head felt like a balloon filled with air. I couldn't feel my hands. I thought I was going to faint, like my soul was about to be pulled away from my body. That was the first time I experienced an anxiety attack. It was 18 years ago, and I was 23. Hi, I'm Paula, and this is Drops of Pura Vida, the life coaching podcast that helps you create the life you dreamed of. One thought at a time, one action at a time. And today, we're talking about anxiety. Back then, my friends didn't understand. They thought I was exaggerating, or that a bad movie did actually scare me. Although anxiety attacks were common, very few people knew they had them and even fewer related them to stress or depression, especially when you're only 23. Now that I'm a big, grown-up woman, and after a lot has been said and written about anxiety, I know better. Later, this tendency of mine showed other signs of craziness until I decided to put an end to it. Today, I can proudly declare myself anxiety-free most of the time, but I certainly had to go through a lot to be able to say that. So today, I want to help you. I want to share with you a little secret to stop anxiety before it takes off. Because if you're a perfectionist, control freak, if you tend to be self-demanding, then you are propensed to anxiety. First, let's start with the definition. Anxiety is nothing but the worry for the future, for what could be. And of course, for panic to come along, this prediction is often not very positive. If you have a positive vision of things, then you should be experiencing excitement instead of freaking out. No, to be an official anxiety drama queen, you should always expect the worst. Otherwise, there would be nothing to worry about. But you know the funny thing? It is most likely that none of those fatalistic outcomes you imagine and prepare for ever come to pass except with very, very few counted exceptions where real danger situations are at stake. But that's usually not the case. I think it was Mark Twain who wrote, I have lived a long life and had many troubles, most of which never happened. That's how the crazy lady in the house, our mind, works. If you don't teach her some discipline, she's going to take the wheel and go nuts. This is how anxiety operates, in a very Yoda-like step-by-step description. Negative thoughts lead to worry. Worry leads to fear. Fear leads to anxiety, and anxiety is a pure path to the dark side. The dark side that brings all kinds of horrible emotions that show up in a fatal roller coaster, making us get angry, cry, panic, even get depressed. Now that you know what anxiety is, it's time for the tips and tricks to get rid of it. 1. Feel it in your body. You know, I'm a fan of hearing your body speak. And that's because it works. That's how I found I can't drink coffee on the afternoons. If I want to stay anxiety-free, caffeine is a detonator for me. What's your detonator? How do you know you're getting anxious? Chest pounding? Hand sweating? Don't judge it. Just feel it. 2. What type of events or situations make you worry and why? Become aware of people, places, circumstances, foods. 
Is it a particular situation that got you thinking? Three, teach your body a new reaction to anxiety. Whenever you get these familiar feelings, whenever you recognize these detonators, stop. Control your thoughts. Don't think or try to come to conclusions. We get into anxiety spiral whenever we overthink its causes and create possible future scenarios. Four, present moment, present moment, present moment. Focus on the now. My dad used to say, don't worry, hurry. What he meant by this is, instead of fueling our, your negative thoughts, get to action. Do what you can with what you have. Accept you don't have control over everything. What you can control, though, it's your response to the circumstances. Five, what's the worst that could happen? And then, what's the best that could happen? By asking yourself this question, you put matters in perspective. The first one forces you to give a real dimension to the problem. And then think of a plan B. What will you do in case the worst happens? What will you do to avoid the worst? Is the worst really that bad? It usually isn't. The second question forces you to stay positive, developing the habit of optimism. Dream a little. What will you do with the best outcome? How will it feel? Anticipate the positive events and you'll immediately start to feel better. We only, want one, we only have one time to take action and this is now. The now is the only time that exists. It's the only way we experience our existence. Sometimes anxiety and panic attacks are caused by other psychological or psychiatric conditions. If these tactics fail or if the attacks persist, don't hesitate to seek help from your doctor or therapist. Now it's your time. Tell me, have you ever experienced anxiety? Do you know another tip or trick that helps you cope with this problem? Go to dropsofpuravida.com and leave a comment. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it. Tell your friends to subscribe to Drops of Pura Vida and design your life one thought at a time, one action at a time. See you next week.